Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grammar Girl here. Today's topic is the language of disability and disease. When I was a technical writer, questions came up all the time about how to write about people with medical conditions. So today, guest writer Bonnie Trango will educate us. When tackling how to refer to people who have disabilities or who suffer from illnesses, the bottom line is that we need to be sensitive to the feelings of others. I'm glad to report that times have changed. It's no longer acceptable to say a sentence such as, hey, I saw a deaf and dumb cripple today. That would be extremely offensive. Here's a list of words you need to wipe from your vocabulary unless you're writing a character who likes to be offensive. Crippled, mute, deaf-mute, and deaf and dumb. On the other end of the spectrum, some people have been too eager to create euphemisms for diseases or conditions in an effort to make such conditions seem less of a big deal. But euphemisms such as differently abled and handicapable are now considered condescending. There's no reason to try to be too nice about it. So, how do people who can't walk or people who can't hear wish to be referred to? The preferred terms to use these days are disability and disabled. These words have replaced handicap and handicapped. It's no longer okay to call someone handicapped, but it is acceptable to use handicapped in common phrases, such as handicapped parking. I guess those are grandfathered in. If you must refer to someone with a disability, it's a good idea to put the person first. So it's better to say he's a person with disabilities than he's disabled or he's a disabled person. The phrase a person with cerebral palsy might sound a bit awkward, but since people with disabilities and the organizations that serve them might prefer this phrasing, we should respect their wishes. Now that society is more sensitive to all its members, we need to follow disability etiquette. The United Spinal Association, for example, offers online a 36-page PDF on how to be sensitive to people with all kinds of disabilities. The association reminds us, people with disabilities are individuals with families, jobs, hobbies, likes and dislikes, and problems and joys. While the disability is an integral part of who they are, it alone does not define them. Don't make them into disability heroes or victims. Treat them as individuals. You might be wondering how to refer to people with vision, hearing, and mobility problems or specific diseases. It's okay to refer to someone as blind, but it's better to say a person who is blind than a blind person. Again, putting the person first. Although organizations that serve people who are blind have names that reflect the old way of thinking. For example, the American Council of the Blind. On the site for the Perkins School for the Blind, for instance, people who are blind are referred to as people with visual impairments and people who are visually impaired. You can refer to a person who can't hear or who has partial hearing loss as hard of hearing or deaf. 
There's no need to avoid the term deaf. In fact, there's a deaf culture where deaf has a capital D. Members of the deaf culture belong to the community that's formed around the use of American Sign Language as the preferred means of communication. As for someone who's in a wheelchair, you can just say wheelchair user. It's considered inappropriate to say confined to a wheelchair. And for people who suffer from any number of illnesses, from asthma to diabetes to cancer, you could just say something like a person who suffers from asthma or a person who has diabetes. Sure, the person might be asthmatic or diabetic, but that's not who the people are. Their disease doesn't define them. In summary, no matter what disability someone has, you need to be polite and sensitive to that person and use an appropriate term. This podcast was written by Bonnie Tranga, author of The Curious Case of the Misplaced Modifier, who blogs at sentencesleuth.blogspot.com. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, the author of the paperback book, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. That's all. Thanks for listening. Tired of fighting your kids to make their bed? Say hello to Betty's. The unique design lets your kids make their bed with just a zip. Our patented bedding includes everything you need, a fitted sheet, top sheet, and comforter in one seamless piece that zips together. Kids love the feeling of accomplishment when they can make their bed by themselves every day. Make your mornings easier and visit Bettys.com. That's B-E-D-D-Y-S dot com. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils, you'll want to invite everyone over, from book club to the fantasy league, even the in-laws. It smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils are infused with two times more natural essential oils versus regular Airwick Scented Oils for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Hmm. Transform your space with scents like white sage and mahogany or lavender and water lily. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick.